Um, this message follows on from my previous one, Make Room for the King. So if you missed that one, it's on, um, on the website, wildsideministries.com, on the podcast. There's still a bit of feedback. Um, so I just recently had some amazing prayer time with a very, very dear friend. And it was an experience that changed my life. Um, Just following on from um, Make Room for the King, I had a dream last year about Jesus coming back really quite soon, maybe sooner than we think. And for me, I was just aware um, that a lot, of, um, a lot of us were asleep, not all of us, some of us were. And I had to question myself, am I awake? Am I doing what God's called me to do? Um, all of that stuff. And so it started a real process of self-examination um, because above all, for me, I, I believe um, it's not about works, this Christian walk, this walk with God. It's about relationship with him and obedience. Um, if we, if we want to have a look at Hebrews 10.19, this um, scripture is is so powerful. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean, from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day drawing near, that, that day is what I saw in my dream. Um, for me, it's always been about Jesus. My walk has always been with Jesus rather than the Father, right or wrong. That's just how it's been for me because uh, where I came from out of addiction and terrible bondage and brokenness, I noticed pretty quickly that when I was in spiritual, under, under spiritual attack, that when I called the name of the Lord or God help me or Lord help me, nothing happened, nothing worked. It was only when I called the name of Jesus that the powers of darkness were broken. So for me, it was always with him. Um, it was always about Jesus. But lately, um, with this prayer time with my friend, he, um, the Lord, the Lord has, has brought me into a new place. And to be honest, I'd, I'd, I'd got sick of just being in the same place for so long, I was ready, I was just ready to move into a new place with him. And so this was a real answer to, to prayer and to the cry of my heart. And so now um, what we did was we worshipped. We started with worship. Um, 
because God inhabits the praises of his people. So when, when we draw near to him, he draws near to us. And so we just sat on the couch and played my favourite worship song, which was Roy Fields in the Presence of Angels on YouTube. And, uh, and I just drew near to him in my heart. And then she said, um, okay, let's, let's just... Let's just come before the Father. Let's go into the throne room through Jesus because Jesus is the door. John 14, 6 says, I am, oh no, sorry, John 10, 10, 9, Jesus is the door. Um, and no one comes to the Father except through me. So I'd always, she said, before we do, we, before we, we do this, Let's just do a few um, little due diligence things. Let's just do some checks. Are there any lies that you're still believing? And so I thought, you know, I thought, you know, I've been working with God on healing and that sort of thing for years, and I thought, nah, there's probably not. Anyway, I was surprised. There were about five. So we brought those out into the light and spoke the truth into them, and they were absolutely smoked never to plague me again, or not for long anyway, because the power of them is broken when you bring them out into the light, especially when you're sharing them with a trusted friend. She said, is there anyone that you need to forgive? And, and so I looked again and I asked the Lord, and um, there was, so I forgave um, and blessed that person. And he said, uh, she said, are there any soul ties um, still there? So ask the Lord, is there any soul ties that are ungodly? So I asked the Lord, and um, again, I've done this time and time again, and I thought, no, nah, there'll be nothing there. But there was one, um, so we broke that with the power of Jesus' um, name and his blood. And so now I felt completely free and able to um, come into the presence of God. So, John, uh, oh, sorry, Hebrews 4.16 also says, 4.16, let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So, I said, okay, I was a bit nervous because there's a spirit of unbelief that runs down my family line. And so it has been second nature to me to think, I'm going to press into God and I'm not going to find him. I'm going to press into him and ask him questions and he's not going to answer me. But that's not God's way. That's not his way at all. So um, I had to overcome a bit of resistance. Anyway... My friend said, well, you know, we, we have to go to the Father through Jesus. There's no other way. So just imagine, just come before Jesus. And that was easy for me because I've always done that, especially when I'm praying for my, my son. So I would just imagine Jesus standing in front of me and, and I, would, I would hand the growing creature into his arms and then I would know that he's going to be cool. He's going to be okay in the end. So I imagine Jesus standing before me. 
I could see the holes in his hands and his feet and his heart just of, of unconditional love. And then I was like, well, cool, what now? How do I get through you to the Father? This is all new to me. And so um, I stood there for a while battling and then I just, out of sheer frustration, I just lift in, in the spirit, like I, had, I was sitting on the couch with my eyes shut, lifted my leg and went, stepped through him. And then I, like, he was the door. I said, well, Jesus, you're the door. <laughs> I'm just going to go through you, literally. And I did that. And then I found myself nowhere, like, just in a white place. And I thought, oh, no, this is awful. What, am, am I lost? I'm lost. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, um, of course, I wasn't lost, but I had to battle through some unbelief. And so I, I, the Spirit of God just said to me, well, this whole kaupapa is done by faith, isn't it? Yeah. And by faith you have reached out to the Father and you've stepped through Jesus, which is right. He's not going to leave you or forsake you. And so I calmed down and I bound the spirit of unbelief in the name of Jesus and I relaxed and then I saw God smiling, the Father smiling, just waiting for me to sort myself out. And then... I had a vague impression that I was um, on my face before the throne. I could just have a vague impression of a huge throne and toes and things like that, um, like this. With my crown there before his feet. And I wasn't, it wasn't super clear or dramatic or anything like that. It was so fudgy and wispy. And I thought, well, you know, again, by faith, I'm going to receive that because this, this must be real. And so when my faith extended to embrace that which God was trying to show me, because I'm quite new at this sort of thing, he, um, I was just aware of the incredible amount of love coming out of my spirit towards him. And it was a, like a gigantic power force, source, going to him. And I was happy. That was when I understood the scripture, uh, the meaning of the scripture, perfect love casts out all fear. Because I'd never known what that meant, and I'd always thought, that's weird, I want to understand what that means, but I just don't get it. Well, I got it. That was the first thing I understood that day. And, and I was happy with that. I was happy just being able to give him my love. And there was nothing else. There was no fear because there was nothing else. There was no family. Um, there was no problems. There was no work. There was nothing, absolutely nothing except perfect, unconditional love. And then I felt it coming back to me from him. So it was this amazing exchange of going backwards and forwards both ways at the same time. And I just started to cry. And I thought, well, this is all I want and all I need. And, and then my friend said, now, uh, Father, I ask in Jesus' name that you show Jan... Um, Anything that you want to show her about the future. 
And so um, I had a I had a vague impression. I saw like a huge group of people, and I was speaking to them. And I went, <laughs> and I drew back, and I drew again down in front of the throne. And then she, he, she said, now, Father, is there anything else? And, and I had another um, vision of um, talks behind closed doors. And again, I went, that just is horrible and scary. And I didn't want to actually verbalise, I don't want that, so I didn't say that, but that's kind of how I felt. And I came back again before the throne on my face, and, and the Lord said, that's right, that's all you need to do. That is all you need to do. And I was so relieved. And now that I've pressed through um, into the presence of the Father, into intimacy with him, into, in the spirit, it's now easy for me to do that any time. It's not, I don't have to battle through with unbelief or anything like that anymore. It was a huge breakthrough for me. And that place is where I receive, where we all receive our freedom, our strategy, our instruction, our healing, all the strength that we need to um, do what it is we need to do to get through this life. But more than just get through this life, you know, we overcome, don't we? We're more than overcomers. And so he's given us everything we need for life and godliness. Um, we just have to get it and appropriate it. We just have to receive it. And it's, it, takes, it takes discipline, it takes effort, but, but doesn't anything that's worthwhile? So I just wanted to share that with you um, because it really has been a life changer for me and now I absolutely love waking up in the night and instead of just tossing and turning for hours and hours, uh, worrying or grinding on stuff, any spare moment I am in the presence of God just going, loving him. Not even asking anything, not requiring anything. I mean, he's already done all he can do for us or for me. Um, and just waiting on him and being in his presence because there I'm safe. And then I expect that he will speak to me again when he's ready. But it's cool and I just want to encourage you in that all the more as we see the day approaching because that is our safety, um, that is our high tower, that is our place of refuge and our place of strength. So um, if anybody wants prayer for anything or help with anything like that, after Ray's finished talking, there will be a, um, an opportunity for that. And if you want to know this Jesus today, then please don't leave without um, taking up the opportunity today because today is the day of salvation. We are not guaranteed tomorrow. Nobody is. So I want to bless you and thank you for listening.
Um, and I just thank, thank you, Father, for your beautiful body, your beautiful bride, Father, the church here in the Kaipara, and I bless them in the name of Jesus. I bless them with everything they need for life and godliness. Father, I bless them with an ability to um, respond to the Holy Spirit, drawing them into the holy place, and to go from strength to strength and glory to glory in the name of Jesus.